Hi, and welcome to 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids. We're excited to kick off 2022 with reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. I'm Alana. And I'm Luke. And sometimes our editors will be joining us. Parker is seven and Carson is five years old. We want to be a podcast that helps adults and kids be in scripture every single day. And we can't wait to get started. Today's episode is about Jacob's sons, all 12 of them. And guess what those brothers are up to? Yep, you guessed it. They're fighting and making less than spectacular decisions. We do read about how Joseph never loses faith and shows incredible character and integrity as he works his hardest no matter what temptations or circumstances he finds himself in. All that and more today on 66 in 365. Chapter 37. Jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed, the land of Canaan. These are the family records of Jacob. At 17 years of age, Joseph tended sleep with his brother. The young man was working with the sons of Bilad and Zilpha, his father's wives, and he brought a to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any his other sons because Joseph was a son born to him in his old age, and he made a long sleeve and robe for him. When his brothers saw the father loved him more than all his brothers. They hated him. They could not bring themselves to speak peaceably to him. Then Joseph had a dream. When he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. There we were binding sheaves of grain in the field. Suddenly, my sheaf stood up and your sheaves gathered around it and bowed down to my sheaf. Are you really gonna reign over us? The brothers asked him. Are you really going to rule us? So they hated him even more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream and told it to his brothers. Look, he said, I had another dream, and this time he told his father and his brothers, and his father rebuked him. What kind of dream is this you've had? Am I and your mother and your brothers really going to come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. His brother had gone to the pastures, their father's flocks at Shechem. Israel said to Joseph, your brothers, you know, are pasturing the flocks at Shechem. Get ready. I'm sending you to them. I'm ready, Joseph replied. Then Israel said to him, Go and see how your brothers and flocks are doing, and bring word back to me. So he sent him from the Hebron Valley and went to Shechem. A man found him there wandering in the field and asked him, What are you looking for? I'm looking for my brothers, Joseph said. Can you tell me where they are pasturing their flocks? They moved on from here, the man said. I heard them say, Let's go to Dothan. So Joseph set out after his brothers and found them at Dothan. They saw him in the distance and before he had reached him, they plotted to kill him. 
they said to one another. Oh, look, here comes that dream expert. So now, come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of the pits. We can say that vicious animal ate him. Then we'll see what becomes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to save him from them. He said, let's not take his life. Reuben also said, don't shed his blood. Throw him into a pit of the wilderness, but don't lay a hand on him intending to rescue him from them and return him to his father. When Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped off Joseph's robe, the long sleeve robe that he had on. Then they took him and threw him into a pit. The pit was empty without water. They sat down to eat a meal, and when they looked up, there was a caravan of Ishmaelites coming down from Gilead. Their camels were carrying aromatic gum, balsam, resin, going to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, what do we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come on, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay a hand on him. For he's our own brother, our own flesh. And the brothers agreed. When the Midianite traders passed by, his brothers pulled Joseph out of the pit and sold him for 20 pieces of silver to the Ishmaelites who took Joseph to Egypt. When Reuben returned to the pit and saw that Joseph was not there, he tore his clothes. He went back to his brothers and said, the boy is gone. What am I going to do? So he took Joseph's robe, slaughtered a male goat, and dipped it in blood. They sent the long sleeve robe to their father and said, We found this. Examine. Is it your robe or not? His father recognized it. Oh, it's my son's robe, he said. A vicious animal has devoured him. Joseph has been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes, put on a sackcloth around his waist, and mourned for his son for many days. All his sons and daughters tried to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. No, he said, I will go down to Sheol to my son mourning. And his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and the captain of the guards. Genesis chapter 39. Now Joseph had been taken to Egypt. An Egyptian named Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh and the captain of the guards, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, serving in the household of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made everything he did successful, Joseph found favor with his master and became his personal attendant. Potiphar also put him in charge of his household and placed all that he owned under his authority. From the time that he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house because of Joseph. The Lord's blessing was on all that he owned in his house and in his fields. He left all that he owned under Joseph's authority, and he didn't concern himself with anything except the food that he ate. Now Joseph was a well-built man and handsome. After some time, his master's wife looked longingly at Joseph and said, Steal me. After he refused, look, he said to his master's wife, with me here, my master does not concern himself with anything in his house, and he has put all that he owns under my authority. No one in this house is greater than I am. He has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. So how could I do this immense evil and how could I sin against God? Although she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to steal her. Now, one day, he went into the house to do his work, and none of the household servants were there. She grabbed him by his garment and said, Steal me away! But leaving his garment in her hand, he escaped and ran outside. When she saw that he had left his garment with her and had run outside, she called her household servants and said, Look, 
My husband brought a Hebrew man to make fools of us. He came to me so he could steal me, and I screamed as loud as I could. When he heard me screaming for help, he left his garment beside me and ran outside. So she put Joseph's garment beside her until his master came home. Then she told him the same story. The Hebrew slave you brought to us came to make a fool of me. But when I screamed for help, he left his garment beside me and ran outside. When his master heard the story his wife had told him, These are the things your slave did to me. He was furious and had him thrown into prison where the king's prisoners were confined. So Joseph was there in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him. He granted him favor with the prison warden, and the warden put all the prisoners who were in the prison under Joseph's authority. And he was responsible for everything that was done there. The warden did not bother with anything under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him, and the Lord made everything that he did successful. And now it's time for... The question of the day! Our question today for you and your family to discuss is, how do you react when things aren't fair? Don't forget to practice our memory verse this week. If you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practiced, we will add it to next week's show. Send it in to 66365 at gmail.com. Remain strong in the faith. Be brave. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Well, Joseph just doesn't seem to be able to catch a break. I thought the pit was, well, the pits. But then it just kept getting worse and worse for that guy. It really is amazing how he continued to rely on God through every turn. And we see how God doesn't leave Joseph tomorrow on 66 in 365. And be sure to subscribe or follow so you and your kids can stay in the word of God every day this year. If you would be so kind as to leave a review, unless it's a bad one, then keep that stuff to yourself. But also share the podcast with friends and family as we continue through 66 in 365.